The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir ben Esther. Amen. has been dedicated as well Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshel, Veoshel, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zochem in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Eddie B. Sit in honor of Mr. Uri Nadam. Hashem Alehem Yehiu Amen. Daf Lamid Gimal. Today's daf is being studied. The Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihenu Began Aiden. Amen. We begin today's staff on the Midbet Amudbet. We are eight lines from the bottom. We learned in our Mishnah, Ve'en Makifin Sheteh Haviyot, which means uh, we're not allowed to take two barrels and bring them close to each other, put a Kedera, a pot, uh, leaning on both the barrels, put a fire underneath. In order to uh, cook the food. What's the reason why you cannot do this? So that she said in the Mishnah, Mishum de Dami Lebinyan. It's a domet construction. Midrabanan. Rabbinically Asur. Mishum de Mithazek Ahala. It looks like you're making a tent. Why? You have the walls, that's the barrels, and you have the Kedera, that's the roof. So therefore, the Hakamim said it, Midrabanan. So comes the Mishnah and says, Rimanan says, Amar of Nakman. That's the stones that they used to set up for the uh, bathroom. The olden days, they used to have the bathrooms in the field. What would they do? They would set up two stones, and they would sit on the stones, uh, you know, uh, and uh, relieve themselves. So it's permissible to set up these stones on Yom Tov. Now, some of the Mepharshim want to say Davka, where you designated the stones from before Yom Tov, so you don't have the problem of Mukseh. But the point is, it's permissible to set these stones up. So the Gemara says, Eti be'rabad of Nachman. So he asks the question, Eh makifin shteh haviyot l'shapot alem et ha-kedera. So what do you mean? On Yom Tov, we just learned, you can't set up the barrels to put the kedera on. And here we're letting you set up the stones uh, in order to sit on them for a bit. So the Gebrahs, what do you mean? It's a big difference. Says over there, in the case of the barrel, you're putting a pot on top of the barrel. The pot is like a roof. And therefore, in the case of the stones or the bit, you're not making an oil. You know, the guy's sitting on it, that's not considered an oil. So therefore, just two stones that are next to each other. So what is domele oil? What is not domele oil? According to you, bana itzteba biyom tov delo avid ahala hachin amid shari. The person is going to build a chair on itzteba. Yeah, a chair. Let's say on yom tov. Well, it's not an oil. 
You're going to tell me it's mutar? Which means, uh, wait, the whole thing that's a surah on Yom Tov is just to construct Ohalim? What about you construct a, a, a chair? Which is a permanent uh, structure. You're not going to be, uh, not going to be a sur? I mean, you're telling me, the only reason why the barrels is a sur is because now you're putting the pot on top of it, don't make oil. Oh, the stones for the bit of said? No, it's not oil. Oh, that's the rule now. Anything, any construction that's not an oil, you tell me it's mutar. So if a guy goes built an itzteba, on Yom Tov, you tell me it's mutar? Can't be. Amar le'atam binyan kavua asra Torah. There, because the chair that you're constructing is a permanent structure. It's binyan kavua. However, binyan aray lo asra Torah. Binyan arai, which means a temporary structure, is only a sumdra banan. The gaz of banan binyan arai, mishum binyan kavua. And really, binyan arai is asur, because you might come to do a binyan kavua. That's why temporary structures are asur as well. The haka mishum kivodo, lo gazu ber banan. But by the beta kise, even though you're putting the stones up, uh, you know, and you're constructing something, and even though, let's say, you want to call it Binyan Arai, right, because it's really temporary, and normally Binyan Arai is Asur, yeah, but Kevodo, Bishum Kevodo, so in order to have Kevodo Beriot, so the guy can relieve himself, so the rabbis waved Binyan Arai, Le'anyan, the stones of the Bet Kiseh in the field. However, when it comes to the case of the uh, barrels with the pot, so that already, like we said above, that's, that's already domain the oil. So that's going to be asur. The hakamim, because there you have two issues. You have the issue of binyan uh, arai by putting the pot, the uh, barrels together. Plus, you have an oil issue. So you got two issues you have to contend with over here. And therefore, for sumchat yom tov, they're not going to waive it. Now she'ekin kavod abiriot for the field. What are you doing? I'm not making an oil. So we're not putting two stones uh, next to each other. Okay, kavod abiriot. I'll waive that binyan uh, aray. But she'ekin, I'm not going to waive a binyan aray by the barrels slash oil that's also being uh, formed over here uh, for sumchat yom tov. Therefore, in the chalame, it's going to be asur. Three dashi over here. That's she, uh, one, two, three, four, five lines on the bottom. Abanim, Shebetekise, Abanim Gedolot, Shebetzadidin Otam, Liyot, Kemin Moshav Halul. You have a, a, a hollow space underneath them. The Yoshim Alehim, it said on them, Basadot, and we call him Yohad Betekise, the Ka'avid Ahala, she is Logag. The case of the pot, you have a roof. Avalaka, but the case of the Betekise, Lekagag. You make a a, 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 a chair made out of bricks with cement. You tell me that's mutar? It's not a That's a sudrabanan. In the case of the barrels, the barrels to put them together, to put a roof on top, that already the achamim forbade midrabanan because there's more uh, uh, more actions, right? You have a binyan of the of the, of the barrels, and you have a roof on top. So the achamim said that that indeed is a sur. Comes the Gemara continues. The Amar Rav or Amar of Yehuda, Haim Midurta. Midurta is like a bonfire. And the way you set up the bonfire is with uh, pieces of wood. What would they do? They would put, let's say, two pieces uh, <coughs> next to each other, uh, long, perpendicular, uh, parallel to each other, long way, 
and then you would put wood going across them. Okay? Like you put, again, you pile wood up side by side to each other, and with some space in between. Then you put woods across. So the Gemara says, When you're establishing this wood you know, for the bonfire, From top to bottom is mutar. But from bottom to top is forbidden. Now what does this mean? Hachamim were concerned that when you make this midura, uh, this uh, <coughs> setting up this wood, that you shouldn't build it in the normal fashion. Because what are you basically doing? You have walls. That's the side, you know, the woods that are side by side to each other. Those are your walls. And when you put the wood on top, that's your roof. And therefore, it's dome leohel. So there, of course, it would be. So the rabbis told you on Yom Tov, if you do a shinui, it'll be okay. So what do you do, Yeshinui? Milema'ala lemata. Which means put the roof first. Which means take the woods that go across, hold them above, right? And then put the walls, the side wood, right? Underneath it. So you're starting milema'ala lemata. That's not the normal way you build. You don't put the roof first. First you put the, the walls. So therefore, since you're going milema'ala lemata, you're starting with the roof, with the cross, the uh, 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 woods, and then underneath it you're filling in the walls, so that would be permissible. However, starting with the walls on the bottom, and then putting the woods on top to make the roof, that would be asur. Means all the Gemara is telling you is you have to do it bederech shinu. Let's read that sheet. Haimidurta hesek kadol sheosin lefter sarim. How they do this in front of princes? Kederech binyan osim lo ketali medal druhot. How they would make walls actually on four sides. Okay? The sodrin atzim lemaala. And then we put the woods on top. The dome le ohel. Melemata lemaala. Le sadera atzim shul ketalim tehila. La asot lemgad asurim. To put the side walls first and then put the roof asur. Why? Chederik binyanu. However, melemaala lemata. La tehil tehila minagag. Start from the roof. The harkak yisadru tahtav atze ketalim. Then underneath it, I guess you, you hold the roof like uh, here, right? You hold the roof over here. And then underneath it, you start piling uh, the wood, right? So that's how the normal day. You'll put the roof first. So therefore, in such a binyan, which is under the panan, on Yom Tov, there'll be mekel. Now the Gebarat is going to give uh, different examples where this comes up on Yom Tov, and it's going to be the same rule. If you start, it'll be mutar. So the first example they gave is vechen biata. Biata is egg. What are we talking about over here? You have, let's say, you want to you want to cook the eggs. So you have a tripod, okay? A tripod meaning uh, like uh, as uh, uh, walls, okay? Right on top there's a hole. So you put the egg on top, and the fire is underneath in order for the egg to get cooked. So if you're going to put the tripod first, and then you're going to put the egg. On the top of it, so you're putting walls, then you're putting a roof. So it's domain, the oil. So it says when you do that, first you should hold the eggs over there, then take the tripod and put it underneath. So again, top me and then go the Same uh, same situation. You want to read Rashi? Rashi says, Vechen biata, betzim gasot. Okay, the, the big uh, eggs, because they become a roof like. Hanitunot apikri halul. You're putting them over a. Hollow Kelly Ka'en tripod. That's the tripod we talk. Wa'al askila on the griddle. And Moshivimita Kli Tehila Vakhisadir Alav. 
You don't put the kli, don't put the eggs on top of it. Hold the kli in his hand. Put the betzim on it. Sounds like, lift it up, right? put the eggs on top of it. Because now it's not a uh, oil yet, because it's not being mahil on anything. Then if you put the uh, eggs on top, then put it down again. And therefore it's like the roof came first, and then the walls came, and then it's mahil. Next case, vechen kedera. Well, kedera is the case we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. That's the case of the barrels. Mm-hmm. Right? So we said to Mishnah, don't put the barrels next to each other, and put the kedera on top. Mm-hmm. So the Mishnah is giving you a solution. What should you do? Take the uh, pot, hold it. There and then put the uh, barrels underneath. As in the Mara, the Mata, the Shi, the Chen Kedera, Shemoshivin Abet Habiot. Lo Yakifinu Tehila, Rakhushiva Kedera Alehem, Ela Eliona Yitle Bavir. Right, the Eliona, the roof suspended in the air, the Yohazena Biado, the Yisaderu Habiot Tahtea Saviv, and then put the barrels under. Again, this is Shelo Kedera, and it was Mutar. The Chen Puria. What's the case of Puriya? It's a bed. What were the beds basically? They had uh, four posts on the side like walls. And it was hollow, right? Then they would take like a leather uh, piece, or the mattress we'll call it, right? And they would stick it across. And that would create an oil. You have four walls, and then you have the leather piece that's going on top. And don't do it that way. Hold the leather piece. The two guys hold the uh, leather piece, right? And then stick the uh, side posts underneath it. Bashivichin Puriya. Metot hasarim sheporkin otam right they would take them apart umahzirin lo yiskofa kiraim tehila don't put the legs first latet aruchot bechiraim and then to put the aruchot we'll say is like the uh, the bed part on the legs or latet aruchot bechiraim then put the, the the walls on the legs the side piece zvarakikifosaor and then you put the leather lematza to lie on it sheshochvin alav in a poresaor tehila. Let two guys hold the uh, leather, you know, sitting or lying uh, piece of the bed. Then bring the, you know, the legs. Then tie the leather to the legs. Then you lift it up. Means you just hold the leather first, bring the legs and tie it to each other, and then lift it up. And now the uh, uh, bed will be formed, but you did the roof first. Last case, vechen habita. What's the case of habita? Barrels in a uh, uh, warehouse, let's say, or a storage area. You would set the barrels up. How would you do it? You would put one barrel next to each other. You know, one barrel to the left, about to the right, and then you would put a barrel on top. Okay, that was the way you misadded them. But in that system over there, you're making an oil. Two barrels next to each other with a barrel. Resting on top of both of them. So when you're setting up the barrels also, put the top barrel first, take the two barrels underneath it, and therefore you're doing it. You're putting one on two, so therefore it would be permissible if you do it. So that's the basic rule of this Gemara. And the Gemara continues. We learned that same person has a kederah spot, and he wants to somech it. He wants to support it. And it's, uh, it's going to fall or something like that. So let's take a piece of wood, right? He wants to uh, let's say put it underneath the pot in order to support the uh, pot itself. So the Mishnah said you can't do that. 
Now the Chaurah, why can't you do that? So that she said, the Inyan over here seemingly is the Inyan of Mukse. Because the wood is designated for Hasaka, for fuel. And therefore, it's only designated for fuel and not for this item. Now, so the Gemara says, uh, Nor can you support the pot with a door. Now, the simple explanation is, you're taking a door somehow, and you're putting it underneath your pot to support it from falling. So the Gemara says, So we've got a crazy case. Who takes a door and puts it under uh, his, uh, his pot? I mean, that's not done. Uh, so the Gemara says, okay, fine. And she says, Who's going to put a somech kinderah with a door? She says, Are you going to break your door now? You're sticking your daddy at door. You break the door off the, off, the, off the hinges and put it underneath. So the Gemara says, You're using a piece of wood, a bakar, to support your door. Not the door supporting the kinderah. There's two separate cases there. I want to take a piece of wood, lodge it underneath the door, let's say, to support it. That's also going to be a suit. Now, the question is, uh, what's the reason? So the Gemara says, No, can you take a piece of wood and support the door? Because the wood is designated for hasaka, for fuel purposes. Well, the He's matir. But according to the first opinion, it's omed hasaka. Now, the question over here is glaring. So it's omed hasaka. Sabbath omed hasaka is not mukseh. Okay, I can use this, uh, nothing happened here on Yom Tov. And a piece of wood that's omed for, bur- uh, for throwing it into the fire. So the khara, once it's not mukseh, I can move it. You tell me now, it's omed hasaka. So you want to give me a new klal over here? It's, it's, it's mukseh for everything else? What's the uh, what's the rationale over here? So there's a very important Rashi on the Amud Bet that explains the Sivara. So we'll read it now so you understand it. It's Rashi. Lo yitol elamina avus shil behema. It's uh, I would say three quarters of the way down. Okay, look, 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 she's not showing here, he says, Something that's mukhan for edible purposes, even though it's edible for the animals, mukhan nakol. Since it's not mukseh, it's not mukseh for anything. Here's the words, It seems, What's the primary function of wood? The primary function of wood is to make kelim. It's really for binyan. That which you mean mekel, it's only mekel for asaka, but for everything else, it remains mukseh. A stam wood is really omed, its primary function is for building, for kelim. Uh, you happen to designate it for, you're not doing it for kelim, you're going to use it for asaka. But since that's the major usage of wood, so she's telling you, I'm over here, that... It will be mutar fasaka, but it remains mukseh for everything else. Very, very big hidush uh, over here, how to understand. The, you were mechid it. No, 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 no. That's you were mechid it for the door. Unless I took the bakah and said, this uh, thing is going to be designated for my door, the die. The Rashba has a different understanding over here. Rashba says, a piece of wood is not a keli. It's not a keli, but it's a piece of wood, it's just a plank of wood. So really, a piece of wood has the status of an even. It's like a rock. A rock, by nature, is mukseh. 
means right now the Hidush is but still the rabbis were lenient on Yom Tov to take this piece of wood that has the status of a rock which is a Mukseh because it's not a Keli Fasaka Kula Chara should be able to move for anything Sabhat Yom Tov Fasaka for fuel don't worry about it but no more than that which means already Hasaka was a hit here, according to the Hezbah. Could you hit this little rock? Can I pick up a rock on Yom Tov now and start uh, to, to use it? Of course not. Elawat. No, I didn't designate for anything. No, if you designated it, then you can use it even for a uh, door stopper. You can use it for anything. Hey, what about stamp piece of wood? Stamp piece of wood is not a keli. Stamp piece of wood is not a keli. Elawat. Yom Tov. fuel. All right. Put it in. Now, don't go further and say, well, what's I'm going to use it for Asaka? Use it for anything else. Oh, even the Asaka that we're letting you use it for, we stretched our, uh, our Kalim over there. So that's the way that's balanced. So either that she wants to say, no, really it shouldn't be Mukseh. But since the primary function of the wood is for Kalim, therefore, die that will allow it for Asaka, but for other things like Sumech, your Baka'at, it's going to be as soon as would say, no, really the item is Mukseh. Yeah, Rashba. Really, this book said, uh, it's not a candy. So it's a stone. I said, I could use a fasaka. We will make it fasaka. We, we made a dispensation that you're allowed to take a mukse item and be basic your kid. Uh, Why? Because of some hatum tov. But die. I'm not going to let you now start using it for Bakat or Sumech Yenvenet or Sumech Yor Kedera. Very important understanding of the Machloket uh, over here. How is it different than the Meshit? The Meshit is really not Mukseh. The Meshit is that Din, that Mutar Fasaka, should be Mutar Fasaka, and I can move for this. You can do it. Better. I can move for anything. Which we don't see now. We never saw a concept of um, partial Mukseh. Except for the Nehamya that says, you know, you, you, you can only use its primary function. We're not going with the Nehamya over here. Enkli, the Italian, the Surah Tashmisho. We're going over to Biuda. Biuda holds, yes, Mukse. Okay, fine. It is Mukse, it's not Mukse. Now we're coming with a new item. Uh, it's Mukse for this, but it's not Mukse for that. That's what we're struggling with. Oh, we never saw that concept. Maybe it's not Mukse, it's not Mukse. For this Mukse, it is Mukse. For this item, yeah, for this item, no. So we're saying Dafka by wood, as she says. Because wood is really all made for Kelim. So therefore, we'll die that we allow it for Asaka, but we're not going to allow it for anything else. As much as no relief, Asaka should be as soon as well. So we met here Asaka, the story of but more than that, it's not even a Kelim to start off with. Okay, now you have a lot of understanding. Comes again without further. Ve'en manigim et biyom tov. You're not allowed to uh, lead the animal uh, with a stick on your top. You should take a stick, a piece of wood, right? And use it to uh, you know, guide the animal. So you can't do that again. As she said in the Mishnah, the reason was, at least we're thinking over here, is because uh, since this piece of wood was not a keli, you didn't designate it for you know, a keli, so it's a mukseh. It goes into Shabbat, Yom Tov Mukseh, even though it's Domed Asaka. Same uh, same story that we said above. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel Matir. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel said Mutar. Now again, the, the, the logic we would assume why Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel is Matir. Well, it's the son of Rabbi Shmuel, so we know Rabbi Shmuel that they mukseh. So therefore, his son is uh, adopting his father's opinion that there's no mukseh, therefore no problem. So there was a lema Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel kabus l'miradeh. They let them mukseh. Let us assume that Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Shmuel follows his father. That doesn't subscribe to Musa. That's why the uh, stick is mutar. No, no. Beha, I feel Rabbi Shimon modeh. I'll tell you in this case over here, even Rabbi Shimon will agree that the stick is asu, but not because of Musa. Bishum the mehsi keman the azal lehinga. 
you can't guide the animal for a different, totally different purpose. Because it looks like you're taking it to the marketplace. When you start taking the stick and you're, you know, you're guiding the animal in the street, usually it's like you're taking it to a long, uh, far distance. So people are thinking, hey, where's he going? You must be going to take it to the marketplace to sell. That used to call the marketplace a hinga. Hinga is like a circle. Mahal, as she says. So if you went to the marketplace, what did you see? People running around in circles, you know, from uh, vendor to vendor, from place to place. So they call it a hinga. So according to the Bishimon, at least, it's not a over The stick is the mutar. But what? The whole process of going and guiding an animal, that's the money to in for something else. Where his son, obviously, you have to say, didn't hold the Mukseh and didn't hold of this Gezerah of his father. That's why the Bira, the Bishamon was Matir. Right? Comes again when I continue. It's Hezra. What is Hezra? So as she says, it's a pointed branch that can be used as a spit in order to stick the meat, like a skewer, to stick the meat into it. So Hezra, Rav Nachman Asar. Rav Nachman says Asur. Because it's Mukseh. You didn't designate it for a spit before Yom Tov. So it's a piece of wood. So therefore it's Mukseh. But Rav Chari. Rav says Mutar. I'll give it, I'll explain. If it's a moist stick that has no functionality for Hasaka, you can't use it for Hasaka. It's moist. It's not going to burn. So therefore in that case, everybody's going to say it's Asud. Because it's not Ra'ui for anything. Uh, not even Hasaka. And therefore, everybody's going to say it's a sur. That's beferush mukseh. Ki pedi ki biyabishta. The machlokin is on a dry stick. Man de asar. The opinion that says it's still a sur. Amalecha la lo nitnu etzim edal asaka. Like we said above. Yeah, fasaka be permissible. But again, wood with mahmir. Fasaka permissible for everything else. It's going to be a sur. Uman de shari. The opinion that says it's mutar. What's the difference if I use to roast in it or to roast with it? Which means, you're telling me I can use it as fuel. It means I can, make, I can, I can cook my food on it. So I need to cook my food on it as a coal or I need to put the food on it to use it as a spit. It's the same, it's the same, uh, it's the same item. Okay, so that would be the logic of that Malachit Ika de Amri. Some learn the exact opposite. Someone would say, no, no, what it's Yavesh, dry, everybody would say Mutar. What's the logic? Like we just said. Once right, I can use it for his sick under my food, I can use it also to put my food on it. Keep it, keep it up to Pta. The Mahlukin is by moist wood. Man da asad lo hazil asaka. The one that says asur because we say you can't use it for fuel, so therefore it's off limits. You can't use it for anything. Uman de shari amar dekha hay hazil esek gadol. It's raui fasaka. Maybe not a small bonfire, but a big bonfire. Big fire is very hot, big one. So then when you throw even in a moist piece of wood, what happens? It dries up and it burns. So it is raui esek. What's raui esek? It's not mukseh. You can use it for anything. Well cheta. Meaning we go like the second version that if it's dry, if it's uh, moist, it, uh, it'll be uh, asur. Well, we said the second version. According to the second version, everybody holds mutar. But I'm not going to buy that tipta. We're going to buy that tipta. We're going to take the opinion that is or said, which means. This is Gemara saying that we're going like Rabbi Yehuda. Obviously, that subscribes to the rules of Mukseh. 
Rashi comes along over and says, but that's not our halakha. Rashi l'shitato holds halakha follows the Bishra'an when it comes to Muqsayah. So therefore you want to say, by this hizra, by this spit of the made from the wood, ben yavesh, ben ratuv, it'll be permissible. So that's the first thing that he comes out with, that in all these cases of uh, Muqsayah, even by the Baka'at, by the uh, by the uh, bakat supporting the uh, the pot or supporting the door, you hold like Rabbi Shimon, it'll be mutar as well. All these humrot that we said asur, that's only going according to the biuda. So that she takes a lenient chita mutar in all these cases, and then as she tells us that we also go to Rabbi Shimon when he held the masechet Shabbat on davar she'in mitkaven mutar. That when you do something without kavana, uh, it's mutar. Therefore, he wants to say. That which the Mishnah said, you can't take barrels and put the barrels next to each other and then put the pot on top, that's only according to the Biyudah. This is the Vashim et Kaven Asur. I'm not mitkaven to make oil over here, I'm mitkaven to put barrels to, 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 to make my food. So he says, according to the B Shimon, it'll be mutar as well. And that's how she wants to say, we put Siklalaka as well. You don't got to go there, ma'ala lemata, and all that. You can just take the barrels, put them next to each other, put the pot on top, because we go like the B Shimon, this is the Vashim et Kaven Mutar. Thirdly, that she comes out in the Nalaka, that uh, it'll be uh, we hold like the Yehuda the Anyan Machshire Ochel Nefesh, which means that not only Ochel Nefesh is permissible on Yom Tov, but even Machshire Ochel Nefesh that you couldn't do before Yom Tov be permissible on Yom Tov. So those are the three psakim that she comes out in Halakha. Let's read that inside, just so you see. Vil Cheta. That she sees that she debuts Al Cheta. Ha Chel Cheta Aliba Demand Eat Lemukse Ekba. This Gemara that says that Tifta Asur is only going to the opinion that says Muqsa uh, is Asur. We all like Rabbi Shimon, Ben be Muqsa, Ben be Davash Shinu Mitkaven, Ukhrabi Yuda be Makshire Ochenefesh, Vikhunihu Shari. And therefore everything is permissible according to Bishwan. Ben Hizra, that's the spit, Ben Simichat Kedira, and Akafat Habiyot Ubidurta Bekidira. And also putting the barrels and all the uh, the wood, so setting it up because bottom line you're not mitkavin. All the rabbis that said it is forbidden. Talmide de Rav Havu, the students of Rav. The Rav Sabala can be Yehuda be Mukseh. Vana Kamala and can be Shimon. So that's Rashi that we posek the halacha. Comes the Gemara and continues. Darash. Rabba, Rabba made a derash. Isha lo tikanes ladira itzim. A lady should not go into the uh, woodshed. Okay, we call the woodshed. The tol mehen ud to take an ud. Ud would be like a stick to use to poke the uh, the other woods or the coals in the uh, to, to stoke the uh, the coals. So you shouldn't take uh, this uh, this ud. Now, what's the uh, the logic over here? Because Again, the word is lonitan ela lehesek. Okay? And therefore, uh, you didn't designate him ahead of him talk for the Toytus as this poker over here. So therefore, it's going to be mukseh. The ud shinisbar. Now you have a ud that broke on Yom Tov. Asul asiko bi Yom Tov. That's off limits. You cannot use it to fuel on Yom Tov. Why? Because we learned the bright above. Lefish masikim be kelim. Ve masikim be shivre kelim. And what we learned? If you have a keli, it's not mukseh, you can throw it into the fire and use it as fuel. However, if the keli breaks, so now if we went from a keli, now it breaks, now it becomes like nolad. 
Because it had to function as a keli. Now it lost its function. Now it's only functional for what? Hesek. <coughs> so that becomes uh, mukseh. And therefore the oud, you have this uh, stick. If it broke on Yom Tov, so it's considered a broken keli, it can revert back to mukseh and you will not be able to use it on Yom Tov. Who's saying all the stimul of Rava? Lememla de Rava krebiudas virale de ite mukseh? So it must be that he goes with us. He subscribes to the Biudah's opinion that he holds of Mukseh. That's what he's telling you. Shivrei Kedim is as soon as God be Shimon, you can masik bekelim and Shivrei Kedim. I don't care if it became Mukseh. It's not Mukseh. I know you're talking about be Shimon. So Rabbah Masodak Rabbi Yehuda. What do you mean? Ve'amar de Rabbah l'Shem. We have a story of Rabbah. He told his servant once, Tavili bar Avza. On Yom Tov, he told him, roast for me a goose. Veshade me'e l'Shunda. And then take the insides of it, the intestines of it, and throw it to the cat. Now, what's the problem? Because this goose going into Yom Tov was Ra'ul Akhirat Adam. And we know the Biuda, all the Muqsir says, something that's Ra'ul, Mukhan Adam, is not Mukhan Kedavim. But you cannot go now and just give it uh, to, the, to the dogs. For example, the Biyudah was only matir if the animal died before Yom Tov. It was nabla before Yom Tov. So it went into Yom Tov, ra'u'i fi'kelavi, because it's not a ra'u'i anymore. It became a nevelah, then you could give it to the dogs. So therefore, Rabbah, what did he tell the servant on Yom Tov? Take this goose over here, which went into Yom Tov, ra'u'i akilat adam, roast it for me, and you know what, take the inside of it and give it to the, uh, give it to the uh, cat. What do you mean? Mukhan Adam is not Mukhan Akadim. How is Rabbah allow them to take this Mukseh item of Kaura? So you see, he doesn't know of Mukseh. Of Mukseh. So then, what did he say over in the case of the Ud? The, 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 the stake, the poker that broke in Masiki. Why? It's a Mukseh. Make up your mind. You hold the Mukseh, you don't hold the Mukseh. Kevara says, No. Atam, Kevan de Masrehe, me etmol dachte illave. These uh, insides, right? They're going to become muslah, they're going to get putrid, they're going to get spoiled, meaning, I'm a slaughter on Yom Tov, right? Now what am I going to do? I'm going to leave the, the ma'ayin until tomorrow? What's going to happen by the time I wait till tomorrow? They're going to spoil. And the guy knows that. So they were going into Yom Tov, the guy says, yes, the goose is muhan adam, but the insides are not. And therefore it's as if he designated the insides to give to the cat, before Yom Tov, because he knows they're going to become spoiled if he waits. So therefore, he holds of Mukseh, but the insides of the goose are not Mukseh, because why? Okay? Comes the next Mishnah. Rabbi Eliezer Omer. Rabbi Eliezer said, Noter Adam Kisam Mishlefanav Lachsos Boshinav. A person is able to take a stick. Actually, Kisam is like a... Uh, splinter or a piece of wood from in front of you and you can use it as a toothpick in order to clean out the basar that is in your uh, between your uh, tooth now according to Rabbi Eliezer Lav Dafka what's in front of you because what's in front of you is really not Mukseh because like it's designated really Rabbi uh, Eliezer of the Mishnah hold you can even take pieces of wood from the field because he holds that all these pieces of wood, whether they're in front of you, or whether they're in the field, they are considered non-mukseh de mukhan. Which means, once they mukhan fa'asaka, he holds you can use them for anything. Okay, so the reason why the Mishnah then just said only lefanav, because the rabbis are going to argue on that, and say even lefanav is asur. The Bidiyah said you can take the toothpick, whether the wood is in front of you, which is designated, or even the wood that's in the field. Okay, whereas the Achamim are going to come along and... 
argue even on Shilifanav. That's the first case. Be the Elohimot. Collect little pieces of wood that are in the Hatzer, uh, in the courtyard, Umadlik. And you can use them as fuel. Shekol Mashabahasir Mukanhu. Okay? Because anything that's in the courtyard is prepared for Asaka. The Hadush is over even on a little piece of wood. So now you usually the little piece of wood, it's not so simple. You gotta uh, uh, these pieces of wood you gotta get them, it's hard to collect them, it doesn't matter. If they're in the Hatzer, it's considered uh muta. You're only allowed to collect the wood that's in front of you. Umadlik, Rashi. What's the logic? But the stuff that's in the hatzer, no good. Why? Since they're very fine pieces of wood, the Torah lekoshishan. It's difficult to gather them and bring them. Me'etmol lav lahachi kaime. The Hakamim say, you know what? Uh, stuff that's in the field, in the Hatzir, my mind's not on them. It's a Torah. And that which he said, you can take a, uh, a toothpick, to, you know, to And the on a second thing. To take the toothpick to do that, Asur. Even on Mishnah well, Why? Because he the stuff that should have found out was only Omid Lasaka. It's not Omid for anything else. So it comes at Hakamim, all going to be the Ezra in two things. Number one, toothpick, Asur. Why? It's Omid Lasaka, not Omid anything else, like we said till now. Secondly, stuff that's in the Hatser, you can't even use for fuel. Why? Because the your mind is not to take these little wood chips and bring them back to the house. It's too much of a thought to collect them. Therefore, your mind is not on them. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Bili Ezra holds two kulot over here. Number one, toothpick, mutal, bench lefana, bench lefana. Even in the Hatser. And in the Hatser, it's muvadai mutal vasaka, because his mind is on it. Yeah? Comes again and says, En motzi'ini ta'ur. And that is the law of making a fire on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to make a fire on Yom Tov. Lo Not from wood. That's obviously way of making a fire. It's a uh, rubbing wood together. Or, uh, you know, yeah, making wood uh, wood fire. You, you actually remote see the fire from the wood. Okay, that's how you're getting the fire. You, make a two, you rub two pieces of wood together and you're going to get a uh, spark. Okay, you take two stones together. Right? And you rub together and you take a piece of straw. Let's say you catch the... Spark to make the fire. Velo mina afar. How would you make it from the afar? So it seems you uh, have hard ground. So when you dig it, so it's like you get a, a little spark that comes out and you rub it. So therefore, it'd be a suit as well. Velo mina mayim. Actually, velo mina afim. Had afim literally are tiles. Uh, it seems what they would do is they would leave them in the uh, sun. Till they become very, very hot, and then they would take like a little uh, piece of uh, straw, and you touch the uh, hot tile, and it causes it to ignite. That would be a suit as well. Velo minamayim. How do you make a fire for water? So that's like uh, you know the uh, the magnifying glass, where you would uh, take take you take a glass of water, right, and it reflects 
by the sun. Now, when you have the water, the water uh, uh, against the glass causes the glass to become very hot. And then uh, you take the uh, straw and you touch the uh, glass, and it causes it to uh, ignite. So that would be a suit as well. Look at that. She, uh, you put water in a glass, a clear glass, then not no behama. And the glass itself will let out a spark. Again, the reflection of the water against the glass. You bring like a little uh, fabric or something. You order it like uh, uh, something that's uh, combustible. You touch the glass. The he it. Okay, and she says where we heard it from. Okay, so that's the basic mishnah. The end. You're not allowed to uh, uh, burn the uh, tiles, take a tile, right? heat it up until it becomes white. Why? In order to roast. We have to see exactly why that's Asur. Okay, you cannot even heat up the tile in order to roast on it on Yom Tov. Now the Gebaraz, Amar of Yudah. Yudah says, Ochle behema. Ochle behema literally is animal food. What's animal food that she says? Kegon, cash, straw, alekanim, reeds. And behem mishum tikun keli. Umutar liktom viletaken cash and shibudim beshabat lasoshinaf. Animal food. Let's say you have an animal food, let's say uh, straw. Right? It's not Muxes, it doesn't have for animal food. I can take it, like I was going to say, on uh, Yom Tov, or for that matter, uh, on Shabbat even, mm-hmm. cut it in order to fashion it, to use it as a toothpick. Fashioning it for a toothpick is not subject to the rule of Tikkun Keli. Okay, on Shabbat, you'll have to take Atseh Bissamim. Let's give an example of Hadas. Hadas is Atseh Bissamim. You'll have to take Atseh It's not attached to the ground anymore. I could take Atseh Bissamim on Shabbat and smell them. I can use it to fan the sick person. I take that Dasim and I want to wave them against the Chole, uh, give them some uh, air, some fragrance, Mutar as well. Umolelo. Molelo is you can take them in your uh, hands and rub it in order to get the smell to come out. Umeriyahbo. Velo yichtemenu dahariyahbo. Oh, but you can't cut it, you can't snip it, even though it's cut from the ground. You can't cut the hadas, let's say, in order to get the smell from you inside the uh, the wood. The im katmo patur. If you did it, it's going to be asur. Okay? Patur aval asur. Patur aval asur. Aval asur. Lachzot boshinav lo yiktemenu. Now, to cut the hadas, in order to fashion it into like a toothpick, in order to clean out your teeth, uh, you shouldn't do it. The im katmo hayav hatat. And if you did that, you hayav hatat. So let's understand this blighter. To fashion it, to make it a keli, that's hayav hatat. This is a piece of hadas. It's a piece of wood. What am I doing? I'm cutting it in order to make it, you know, usable for a toothpick. That's already hayav hatat. That's making a keli. It's a sudoraita. So what is the blighter saying? Because of that, I'm going to forbid you to cut it to smell. 
when you're cutting it, the smell's not making a keli, you're gezerah. If I let you do this, you might come to do lachot moshinav. And that's going to be asur as well. So therefore, that's asur de So the b'raita is clearly telling you, we're saying, l'ktom l'hariyah, atu l'ktom lachot moshinav. So that's the question the Gemara is asking on the Yehuda. You told me that you can fashion a toothpick on Shabbat. You told me you take the cash, you take the straw, cut it, and make a... Uh, you told me mutar. Now I have a bright over there telling me, I have hatat. So the Gemara says, Amale, the Yehuda answers on. Hashta patur avalasur kakashali. I have hatat mebaya. You don't have to bring this Braita. Well, not, don't say it like that. You're right, the Braita is definitely a question. The Braita says, Hayat Hatat. He says, By the way, even if you would have brought me a statement that says, making the toothpick is Patura Valasur on Shabbat, you also would have asked the bomb question on me, because I hold it smutar. He's like, By the way, he says, You're right, your Braita has a question, it says, Hayat Hatat. By the way, even if you would have told me, Patura Valasur, you still got a good question on me. So how am I going to answer you? He says, That's Ela. What was that talking about over there? Hardwood. Hadas. Right? It's wood. It comes to wood, and you break it, and so you make it into a keli. I thought it's hayuf hatat. I was talking about cash. What was that talking about? Sure. I was talking about soft items. Hey, you don't make a keli out of these items over here. And therefore, I was batirid. So therefore, we took two different cases of it. You bring me a case of ayyab hatat. That's a case of kashin, where they were, where they were hardwood. Right? Right? And they're not ra'ui for ma'achal behemah. And since they're not the, in the Gemara's Havamina, the Gemara thought when it said you have these pieces of hadas, we assumed, not only hadas, fragrant wood, we assumed ben hada, ben lariya, ben machabema. So in the, in, the, in the statement we, we figured there's no difference. The Gemara says, no, 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 we're only talking about hard wood. Hard wood, you have a problem of fashioning it into a keli. Mashikim machabema, soft, no problem. That's why we does answer. So Gemara says, it can't be. What the Brayta say? You could smell the wood on Shabbat, and to get the smell out, you could rub it amongst your fingers to get the smell out. Now, rubbing it against your fingers is only checked by a soft item. Rubbing wood is not going to do anything. So, if you're going to tell me we're talking about hard wood, how do you learn the case of Milila of the Brayta? So you give a hasudim mechsara v'hachi ketani. Oh, so you have to say the bright is missing words. I read it like this: Molelo umeriyachbo. You're allowed to be. We're talking about soft now, right? Molel and smell. Kotmo umeriyachbo. Cut it, clip it, and smell. Bamedevarim amurim berakin. That's all we're talking about. Where it is soft. About bekashin lo yiktemenu. I don't want you to clip it to smell. Beautiful. So make me a look. But it comes to uh, soft items, mutar, molelo, no problem as well. Uh, and therefore, that goes even further. Not only molelo is mutar, that it's even mutar, not only to smell. But even to look to them to make lachsos uh, moshinam, because you don't make a keli when it comes to these soft items. In the case of the hardwood, 
even to clip it, the smell is going to be asur. Why? Gizera atu, you're going to clip it to make it a toothpick, which is considered the tzur. Deoraita. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the item. So comes the Gemara and says... Incidentally, by the way, this Braita, you can ask a question. Because the Braita said by Rakim, soft eyes, what could you do? It can be more than. Yeah. And you can also cut them to smell. Mm. What do you mean? According to Rabbi Uda, it should say, cut them. That's the big Hadush over here. Cut them uh, yeah. Right? It says, Kotmo Lariyabo by, by, by uh, Rakim. According to Rabbi Uda, it's better. It should say, Kotmo Lachasmoshinav. So she says, you're right. The Braita just chose a normal case. Normally by soft items, you don't use it for toothpicks. So therefore it says, But in the if you want to be Mutar. Because what's the logic? It has to be. Because if, if this was Asur, then they would all say you to clip it Lariyabo uh, as well. So yeah, well, everything is Mutar by the, by, by, by the King. But by, uh, by Kashin, uh, it's Asur de Oraita. To clip it to make it a toothpick, and therefore we're going to send it a banana to clip it to smell. Comes the brothers. Right? Tani Hada. We have one Tanaic statement. Kotmo umiriyabo. Clip it to smell. The Besamin. The Tanya Idach lo yichtemenu lariyabo. Don't clip it to smell. How are you going to answer the Brayta? Very simple. Amar Bizera Barafazda Lakasha Haberakin Habekashin. When it's Rakin, we mutat to clip it to smell. Because clipping it to make it a, a, a toothpick is also mutar, right? However, when it comes to kashin, since clipping it to make it a toothpick is a sudi uraita, we're going to say to clip it to make it a uh, smell fragrant. Okay, we go further. Matkif larav habar Yaakov. Bekashin amaylo. Why is it a sudi kashin? Which means like this. When I'm cutting it to smell, am I mitkaven for... Uh, for Isur over here? No. When I'm cutting it to smell the hard wood. The Gemara is going to pose a question. Where do you see that we make a gezera on a case of Enu Mechavin to a case of Mechavin? On the contrary, we're going to show you cases where certain things are permissible and we don't make a gezera or that if we allow you to do this, which is permissible, you're going to come to do something that is Asur. Where would you get this gezera from? You tell me, you know what, I don't want you to clip it for, uh, for smelling purposes. Why not? Because you know, even, though, even though you're in the right now, but you might come to clip it uh, for uh, the wrong reasons, for to make a uh, toothpick. Where do you see this gezerah? On the contrary, I'll show you a case where you're not gozer. Where? Ma'ishina mehaditna. We have a Mishnah, we learned in Masechet Shabbat. Shover adam et ha'habit lechol memena grogrot. have a barrel. The barrel is sealed. Got a seal on top of it, right? So the Gemara says, God wants to get his date, uh, his uh, dried figs, tainim, that are in the barrel. Let's eat them, Shabbat. So what does it say you could do? You could break the barrel. Breaking the barrel is considered kilkul. When you mekalkel something, when you break something on Shabbat like that to get the food, it's mutar. Beautiful. So it says you can break the barrel on Shabbat. But what? Be careful. We don't want you to, when you're breaking the barrel, don't uh, take the top, the seal off. Because if you're going to take the seal off in a nice way, and you're going to have to come out to make an opening, mm. now already you made a kill. Oh. Now you made a kill. That's a Sudoraita. So what do you see over here? There's a permissible way, 
and there's a forbidden way. Mm-hmm. And we don't all say the permissible way, I do the forbidden way. Which means, I let you push break the barrel open any which way, but we tell the guy, just be careful, just don't make a, uh, don't make a hole, because you make what's considered bore, because you're, you're making a, a hole to take in and out. Okay, very good. I'll ask you another question. To rabbis, the Amri Tarvayu ki avinan bed of Yehuda. When we were by the Yehuda's house, Havam mifashah, he would cut. Okay, he would cut branches. Viyahivlan aluta aluta. He would give us sticks. Yes, this was like a besamim. Hey, he would cut the. Uh, they were kadusha. They were out of the ground. They weren't in the ground anymore. Mm-hmm. He would cut them up and give each one of us a stick. Even though these sticks, they could be used as the handles of axes and picks, which means like this. He cut these sticks. Why did he cut the sticks? To smell. Even though, technically, you can cut these items to make a keli out of them. Right. To use it as a handle of an axe, the handle of the pick, and what? Mutar! Same, same question. Right. Where did you get this new item to tell me that, you know what, I'm not going to let you cut or clip the adas or the wood. Why? Because uh, you might come to clip it to make a toothpick, and that's a zudoraita. I give you two cases where you see not like that. Number one, the case of the habit. I let you bust open the habit, and I don't say, well, I'm not going to let you bust it open because you might come to bust it open uh, and secondly, the Yudah himself would cut uh, wood on Yom Tov, give out pieces of wood, even though technically there's a way to do this Be'isur because you could use them for uh, handles and still he was not Gozer Lakashya no question Two different opinions over here. Well, what's the opinions of Rabbi Azar Abbanan? We go. The Tanya. We have a bright Rabbi Azar Omer, Noten Adam Kisam Mishlefanav Lachsos Moshinav. What do we learn in our Mishnah? Rabbi Yezir said, you can take a Kisam, a piece of wood, which is in front of you, and uh, use it on Shabbat to, uh, as, a, as a toothpick. Right? Or Yom Tov. Vachamim Omrim, Lo Yeton, Elam Avus Shel Behemah. You can only take it from the Avush al Why? Because according to Hakamim, only an item that's omed the Akhila, like this case over here, the animal food, that's not Muqseh for anything. But uh, on uh, an item that's omed la like Rashi said over here, since it's omed la it's only omed la like Shitat Rashi, because normally yes. wood is omed the kelim, and therefore it's only being mutar will allow you to use it for asaka, but not for anything else. So therefore, again, let's review the Mahlokat. Rabbi Li'ezza said, you can take anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, you have wood in front of you. It's not mukseh. Since it's omed la saka, it's omed for anything. Use it for anything you want. If you can use it for a toothpick, Chachamim say no. Chachamim say only animal food would be mutak or something that's omed la saka is not mukseh, and therefore you can use it for anything you want. But wood that's omed la saka, no. Veshavin, but everybody agrees. Meaning the Beis and Chachamim agree. Shelo yiktemenu that they agree that you should not clip. The uh, the wood, the im katmo lachsos boshinav. If you did, let's say, clip it in order to use it as a make a toothpick, v'liftoa abu adelit, or in order to use it as a like a, a tool, like a pick to open up the door that's locked, like you know to jimmy the door. So therefore, to pick the lock, b'shogeg b'shabat hayav hatat. If you did it b'shogeg. On Shabbat, you know, unintentionally, whatever it is. So be hayav hatat. Be mezid be yom tov. Sofeg et arba'im. 
and if you did it b'mezid uh, on Yom Tov, you don't uh, uh, get karet uh, or sekila. But you did it b'mezid, you'll get lashes. That's the words of Rabbi So again, while Rabbi Yehuda tells you to take the stick as it is, you know, use it as a pick, no problem. But he says he'll agree that if you you clip it, then it is going to be hayav hatat because you're making a keli. Hachamim come along and they say, no, no, no. Whether it's Shabbat or whether it's Yom Tov, this clipping over here of the uh, wood is only Isur de Rabbanam. So now it comes out we have a major Mahloket over here. Uh, between the Bili Ezer and Hachamim. It says, Veshevin, everybody agrees. If you clip it, right, we're talking about over here the, the wood. Okay? No, look at the sheep. Look at the sheep. Echadze vechadze. I'm sorry, Shiloyitun Akisam Kae. It's on a piece of wood. Everybody agrees you cannot clip the piece of wood to make it a uh, toothpick. But we have a great mahluk in it. The Bili is if you do it, it's Hayav Hatat. Ben Shabbat, Ben Yom Tov. On Shabbat, Hayav Hatat. On Yom Tov, you'll be Hayav Malkut. Whereas the rabbis say, nah, if you clipped it, it's only Isur, the Rabbanan. Now, the Bili Ezer, the Kamar Hatam Hayav Hatat. According to the Bili Ezer. That says Hayav Hatat in that case where you clipped it, Hacha Patur Abalasur. That's why he'll tell you to do it for Besamim, it's gonna be Patur Abalasur. She's the brighter that said that you can't clip Besamim to smell is gonna go like it'll be the Ezer that also if you clipped it to make it a Kelly is Hayav Hatat. So therefore, Isud Rabbanan Atu the Deolaita. However, Rabbanan de Kamiatam Patura Balasur, but the rabbis that say that clipping it in order to make it a toothpick is only Asud Rabbanan, Hacha Mutar But the case of Bissamim, I'll say, is Mutar Lekatahila. Why? Because I don't make a Gezerah on something to a Gezerah Rabbanan. Yeah. Even if you clipped it to make it a, 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 a toothpick, Rabbanan says, Oh, Asud Rabbanan. Yeah. So I'm not going to say to uh, clip it to make it a. Uh, 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 for smelling. Look at Rashi now. Look at Rashi. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You're telling me now that the Bili is going to hold. You can't cut a piece of wood to smell. Because you might you know, go there, add to a case where you're going to cut it for a toothpick. You don't hold this Mishnah that says you could break the barrel. So long as you're not mitkaven to make a kelim, you don't make it. The Mishnah doesn't make a gezera, and that Mishnah's mashma is going the kule alma. It's mashma is going according to all opinions. So the chaura, why over here do you make a gezera? 
Abara Habit Kesha don't. So he answers, Abara Vasheki, Tanyai be Mustaki. It's talking about a Mustaki. What is Mustaki? Look at Rashi, bottom Rashi on the daf. The Mustaki, Habit Shibura. You have a barrel that's broken. Shimad Bikin Shibareha, Pishraf Shilaitz. A broken barrel. All the, the chards of the barrel or the pottery of the barrel is broken. So what do you do? You take like a shraf shil, it's like the, uh, the sap of a tree. And what do you do? You glue it together. So really it's a broken barrel. She kurin shaf, she osin minu zefet, the kurin oto, whatever, resin. In Arabic, they would call this resin mustaki. Now, what's the problem? And you would take all the broken pieces and put it together. Now, which means since you talk about a broken barrel that was attached with this resin, you know why you're allowed to break the barrel? Because I'm not gozer that if I let you break this barrel, you might come to open it and make a... It's junk, it's garbage, this thing in the first place. I'm going to start now opening it in a nice way because I want to make a, a keli. Mm. You're right, on a normal barrel, Rabbi Eliezer would say, Asur. It's Asur to break it, Atu, you might come to open the top of the barrel to make it a keli. But what do we do? Over here, how can you matir it? Because we're not talking about a regular barrel over here. We're talking about a mustaki. The mustaki is a barrel that was put together with this resins broken. So what am I going to say? Well, Asur to break it, because you might come to open it up. And who's going to open it up? This is a disposable. This you take it, you break it, you throw it in the garbage after. Therefore, it's mutad. Now look at Rashi. One more Rashi we have to read. We just have to understand the rabbi's opinion. The rabbi's opinion was that if you take a kisam mm-hmm. on Shabbat, right, and you uh, uh, fix it, in order to chos moshinav, it's only a sumit rabbanan. What's the logic on that? You're making a keli. Yeah. Uh, could you take a piece of wood and make a keli on uh, Shabbat? No. How come it says only a sumit rabbanan? Look at that the rabbis hold, yeah, you know how you make a keli? You take a knife. You take a knife, you cut, you sharpen, you do, that's Isudoraita. But when you just take a piece of wood and you clip with your hands, you, you might be making a toothpick that way, but that's kilahariyad. That's not making it in the normal fashion. Therefore, it's only Isur, the Rabbanan. Oh, so continue Rashi. Now we're gonna, by knowing the Shita, we can answer the original question. That which we said in the earlier Brayta, that by hardwood, you can't clip it to smell the Biri'ezer. Why? So he's going to go say that was cutting wood on Shabbat and giving the wood pieces to the students to smell. And we asked the question, what do you mean? They were the for, uh, for, for the handles of the pick and the axe. He'll hold like the Rabbanan. That will say when you kotem with your hands, it's only Isud Rabbanan. And since over here, I mean kotem lariyah, I'm not going to go say kotem lariyah, atu Isud the Rabbanan. So that's the way we square off the uh, the, uh, the shitot. Aye, according to the Bini Ezer, what do you do with the case of the Habit? 
you do see that we don't make a gezerah uh, to yeah. cut the barrel, to break the barrel, after that you might come to open the lid and make a, 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 a petah. Rabbi Yezu will say, normally you would. But that case was talking about a mustaki, where it's a broken barrel that was a, the, the glued back together again. In this case, we're not going to make a gezerah.